Hi, it's Arctic Eric here with you with something new. On Mondays, I will begin to release podcasts, which are actually the audio from videos that I began posting first on Facebook and am now posting on my YouTube channel. If you'd like to see it and not just hear it, you can go to my YouTube channel. Just search my name, Eric Voles. Okay, here we go. Let's listen in on part one of the series, Convinced. God bless you as you listen. Well, good day, good day. Oh my, as you can see, compared to a day or so ago, I've hooked up a new camera, which means the background looks chaotic. Oh well, that's okay. I'm going to try getting a green screen and playing with that a little bit. I'm kind of having fun here, actually. Glad you can be with me here in the study or my office or whatever we want to call it. But it's not my library. No, no, no. The living room, as most people call a living room, is in fact the library. The walls are just lined with books. Good friends' books. The question is, do we spend enough time with them? But anyway, listen, I've been thinking about something today as I've been playing with the uh, new camera and uh, stuff like that. I've been thinking about that word convinced. It's nothing new to think about the word convinced, but it's come back fresh and anew, as we say here this morning. So now I'm going to turn my eyes a little bit and look and see where I've put out a couple of scriptures using that word convinced. I would think most of us who've spent any time with Jesus in the Word, in the Scriptures, in the Bible, we have stumbled across, even heard others talk about Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. So that's kind of what I want to start with today. Paul is writing, Paul the Apostle, that's the job description. We often turn it into a title in today's world of apostles, but Paul was a saint, a bondservant, a bondslave of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he had a work description, apostle. But anyway, that's who we're talking about that wrote these words under the inspiration of that wonderful person of the Holy Spirit. So let's take a look. For I, Paul is speaking, for I, Paul, am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I believe that God wants to glorify himself as we're trusting Christ and his spirit, the Holy Spirit in us, convinces us deeply within, unquestionably convinces us of each of these points. So let's look at them just a moment. First, he said, I'm convinced that death, will not separate us, not you, nor me, nor anyone who else who believes, that death will not separate us from the love of God that is found 
in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You know, he's more than the Lord because he is the Lord. But the question is, is he my Lord? Is he your Lord? Is he our Lord? Does he rule and reign in our lives? So death cannot separate us. So that means if we fear death and we know that fear does not come from God, but God has given us love and power and a sound mind, and we're fearing death, then we can get a hold of this scripture in our minds, allow our minds to be renewed, to be transformed, and say, Holy Spirit, please, sir, convince me like Paul and others are convinced that nothing can separate me from you, Father, because Jesus Christ is my Lord. Yes, God loves everyone. He's the creator. Jesus gave his life that we might have a new life, an eternal life. God desires to be more than the God who created you and created me, the God who created everything through Christ Jesus. He wants to become our spiritual father. And he does that as we see that God is love, and in his love, he sent his son, that whosoever shall believe in his son shall not perish, shall not die, shall not see the second death, but shall live and live and live eternally with God as a father through faith in Jesus Christ. Isn't that marvelous? God wants to convince us by his spirit. Listen, he gets the glory when he does it. If we're hanging on by our fingertips, trying to believe and pressing to believe and trying to know, listen, it isn't going to work. God desires this day to convince you from deep within through the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit that nothing Death cannot separate you from that love of God because that love of God is in those who believe. If you're a believer, then the very same power, the Holy Spirit, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. You have a new life. You've passed from death into life. You've left the kingdom of darkness and been translated, transformed, transferred into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. What a verse this is. Let's go on. I'm convinced that life cannot separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Well, what life is that? It's this old life, this selfish life, this self-centered life. God is at work in you to help you have your focus on Jesus. He is the, the one who was crucified in the center, we read, a thief on each side. He is the center. He is the life. He is the focal point, not me, myself, and I. My three best friends, they're not the focal point. That life, that new life is the life that's to lead us and empower us. Not the old life. Not trying harder. But laying down our old life. 
and embracing Christ, the new life, the eternal life, the eternal one. Why? So that the purpose of faith will be fulfilled in our lives. And what is that? It's to enter rest, resting from our works, just like God rested from his works. Listen, he spoke it all into being. And when he did that, it set a process going. The universe is still expanding. We're discovering incredible things about the creation all the time. Because God spoke it, started it, and he sustains it through the power of his word. And the same thing is true for you today. If God is in you, through faith in his son, Jesus Christ, if you've repented and you're trusting him, then God declares, listen, I have begun a good work in you. Don't help me, says God. Let me send the helper to you to help you so that your life won't get in the way of the new life, so that you can embrace the new life and not look to the old life, not look to your own strength and your own power and your own abilities, even those that have been given to you by God. But look to God, the one who gives the gifts, the one who gave you the talents and the abilities and the skills. Look to him to use them. Isn't that wonderful that we can enter that rest? So let's be convinced that neither death nor life nor angels. Listen, angels can't separate you from the love of God. God has sent them on missions for you. But you know, there are people who are totally caught up in the angelic reality. Listen, Christ is the reality. He's the one we focus on. So even if you're all goofed up into angelic and mystical worship, I got good news for you today. If you're trusting Jesus Christ, even that foolishness, your mind going in directions that are not in line with keeping your eyes on Jesus, listen, it's okay. God's at work. He'll set you free so that Jesus can become your all and all and all, your everything and everything. He can become your Alpha and Omega. All wisdom and all eternal knowledge are hidden in him. And God wants to put that hunger in you for just more of his son, Jesus Christ. Then we go on that principalities can't separate you. Oh, my goodness. You know, principalities exist. That's not the question. The question is, don't spend your life fighting a defeated enemy. The battle is the Lord's, the principalities and the powers. Listen, Jesus has got it under control. The question is, are you under God's control? Are you being filled and led by the Spirit? Or are you focusing on powers and principalities, thinking you're accomplishing something for God? Listen, God wants to accomplish things in you, including showing you that he has put powers and principalities under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, so that you can be convinced that those powers and principalities are what they are. They are defeated through Christ's victory on the cross on Calvary. Yeah. Let, let's be convinced that nothing present or to come or from the past, no powers. Listen, these things 
are an illusion as we see Christ at the right hand of the Father interceding for us today. They're an illusion. Christ alone is the reality as he is revealed objectively in Scripture and then the Holy Spirit in us subjectively convinces us of this reality that Christ alone. Wow, isn't that wonderful? Let's go on here. Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. No height, no depth, nothing created. Nothing. You know, can we just get our heads around that and let the Holy Spirit wrap our hearts around that? That nothing can separate you from the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus. But the key here is... Not that all kinds of love become your God, but that the God who is love, agape love, this selfless, generous love, that that God become your Father through faith in his Son, Jesus Christ. So what is my hope today here is as I'm messing with this new camera and waiting to try to do something with the background and thinking about one verse of like eight that I have here about being convinced that God by his spirit today will let you enter rest, resting in what Christ has done. Listen, he told us the truth on the cross. He said, it's finished. Keep your eyes on me. I'm at the right hand of the Father. I'm interceding. I've got this. And he's got you. And he has one great overarching desire for, for you. And it's more of yourself to show you that he is a good God, a generous God, a gracious God. And he wants to convince you of it today. Well, gosh, I guess that's uh, a good introduction to the new camera. And maybe we'll continue next time with some other thoughts about being convinced. Let me read it one more time. Paul again, Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am convinced, I am persuaded, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Good day.